The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to MLB DFS Quick Hits. This will be your Friday, September 8th edition. Hope everybody enjoyed the opening night of the NFL action. As a Dolphins fan, we don't get a lot of joys in life. I enjoyed it. But uh, it was a good game. Chiefs looked very impressive. The, the Patriots will be just fine. Overreactions are always fun in week one. But uh, MLB was interesting last night. The fade Kershaw train, Kluber better than Kershaw worked out well. I said they were pretty even, but I take Kluber over Kershaw for some of the concerns I had, and at least they came through. It's not good. We wish they would have both pitched well, but uh, Arenado, big day. That paid off in spades. We have 15 games on Monday. Check us out, thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens. You have all kinds of stuff there. You got Bench with Bubba, episode 55, dropped last night with Aaron Torres from Fox Sports Radio, talking college football week one and previewing week two. You got the Saturday Edge Week 2 betting podcast with Doc and company previewing their top plays of the weekend. You're going to have NASCAR this weekend. You have Around the Bases with Bubba and Mo episode 28. Really good stuff there with Taylor Blake Ward, the Angels, and more. Tons going on. Tons, tons, tons. You have the two-point conversion pod with myself, James, and Bucks breaking down the Week 1 DraftKings slate. Give that a listen. Lots of good stuff there. And there's tons, tons more. There's the uh, SD prediction piece for the NFL awards, winners, the works, survivor, and the list goes on and on. We got UFC 215 this weekend. One of the, the main event got scratched because Ray Borg is sick, so Ray Borg and Mighty Mouse are off. But you still have Shevchenko getting her belt chance finally against Nunez. But uh, good stuff there. Doc will have a little something for you. We are two. Too many conflicting schedules this week to record a pod, unfortunately, but Doc will have you covered with some info on the fights. But you are here for MLB DFS, and we keep grinding through the final month of baseball. Again, like I said, 15-game slate. Let's take a quick look at your weather. You got wind blowing in in Toronto. Detroit at Toronto. Wind blowing in from center field at 11 miles an hour. Obviously, it only matters if the roof is open. If it's open, though, that is a nice look in there, you have Baltimore at Cleveland, wind blowing in from left center at about 11-plus miles an hour. Cincinnati and the Mets blowing across the field. Milwaukee, Chicago, this is big, wind blowing in from left center at 11 miles an hour. 
gives a boost to some pitching there potentially. Uh, White Sox, Giants blowing across the field. It's chilly. It'll help there. Then Houston, Oakland blowing out to left center. Nothing too crazy. No rain in the forecast, at least for now. Stay safe down there in Florida, guys. That's going to be pretty nasty, it looks like. Let's look at the totals on your slate. Phillies, Nationals, 7.5. Tigers, Blue Jays, 9. Orioles, Indians, 9. Reds, Mets, 9.5. Rays, Red Sox, 8.5. Marlins, Braves, 9.5. Waiting on the Brewers, Cubs, of course. Yankees, Rangers, 10. Giants, White Sox, 9. Twins, Royals, 9.5. Pirates, Cardinals, 8.5. Padres, Diamondbacks, 9.5. Astros, A's, 9. Rockies, Doyers, 8. Anaheim Angels, and the Seattle Mariners, 9.5. So as you can tell, tons of high totals in this one. Lots of 9s and aboves. Going to be some offense, as we expect. Let's look at the pitching. Your top arm on the slate. Top price, top arm, top everything. Mad Max Scherzer, $13,300 at home against the Philadelphia Phillies. Mad Max, you know, he had a, a hiccup his last time out. Only went 5 innings, 2Ks for 10.9 points. But that's coming off an injury. Hopefully he goes longer. He should go longer. Everything points to being fine. He looks good. Even his bullpen in between starts looked good. He's ready to rock and roll as he uh, he left it with the bruised calf his last outing. That's why he left early. He's been getting beat up left and right. But everything went well in the pen. You hope he's fine. At 13-3, he better be fine. He's averaging almost 22 points a game on the year in his two starts versus Philly. At home, averaging about 28 points to start. It's Mad Max. I don't need to go too deep into how great this man is, especially when he faces the Phillies team. Strikes out almost 24% of the time. Max is striking out over 35. And they have the lowest total on a slate of 2.37. Lefty's 302. Righty's 174. Didn't mention with your Vegas lines, Mad Max is a minus 340 favorite. Um, only Pat Corbin at minus 250. Stroman at minus 220. Are your other high highest ones on a slate? Darvish minus 190. So Stra- uh, Scherzer is your guy for me tonight. I'm going to leave Darvish alone. If he pitches great, he pitches great. I can't trust him at all. If you want a GPP play of 10,000 or above, it's it's not pretty. They don't strike out a ton in the Royals, as I mentioned with Kyle Gibson, and it showed. Yeah, you got Urban Santana, 10,300 bucks. If you want to go there, he's been outstanding this year. The Royals haven't really let him dominate them like he's dominated other teams. Like I said, they don't strike out a ton. So be careful there. They have a middle-of-the-pack 4-6-6 run total. Lefty's 280, righty's 305. You're not, like, purposely going out to target Royals bats, which you don't hate them, but you're not targeting them. But you're also not running the play of Santana, which makes him an intriguing GPP option. But my guy up top is Scherzer at 13-3. Now we go into the 9K range, and if you're not paying up, this is your top arm on the slate. Patrick Corbin, a you know MLB DFS gym these days for quick hits. We've been ride, riding this train for a while, as many thought he wasn't worth it. 19 at Coors, which 32-2, 28-4, 34-5, 31-4, 22-1, had a hiccup. Then 16-3, 25-7, This guy has been outstanding, striking out six or more. And almost every start outside of that Coors start in his last, like, six starts, five of his last six have six or more Ks, most seven or more. He's been lights out, facing a Padres team who we love to target, especially when they strike out almost 25.5% of the time versus left-handed pitching. You have Corbin striking out over 22%. Great swinging strike rate, ground ball rate over 50%. 
Padres team total 389, lefties 291, righties 339. There are some Padres that target you are playing in, you know, Coors Light there in Arizona. We can get into like Perella and Margot and Will Myers and Hedges behind the dish. And then, you know, they have Caesar. There's a bunch of guys now with the calls. Blash is always interesting. There's options to target against the GPPs, but I love Corbin tonight. I'm not going to be running to target him. I make enough lineups where I might have some contrarian action out there. But Corbin's my guy tonight at 9,500. If you want to maximize Scherzer and find some of our value plays we talk about, like Moroff, you know, he had points last night. Albies is always there. Yeah, had Luplo had a two-run double. There's guys down there you can gamble on. You know, Nick Williams will be cheap again, most likely. So we got options there, but uh, Corbin at 95, definitely my top option outside of Scherzer tonight. Uh, you slip down, you got a GPP play at Masahiro Tanaka at 9,100. Tanaka's been outstanding, averaging 21.6 his last 10. He faced Texas once this year, eight innings, three hits, no earned, two walks, nine Ks for 33 DraftKings points. Like I said, he's been very, very good. Basically 20 or more in three straight. Good hitting environment in Texas and Arlington. Always a good hitting environment. They do strike out a lot. They strike out over almost 23.5% of the time, which we love. Great swinging strike rate from Tanaka. Almost 50% ground ball rate. It is Texas, though, so you expect the ball to move there. That's the scary part of the situation. They have a team total of 477. That's like the top. It's a little above the halfway mark. Lefty's 319, righty's 328. It's risky. It's a GPP play. I will roll a couple Tanaka lineups out there because uh, the upside's tremendous, but just beware it could get ugly in Arlington. When you drop below, so in the, in the 9Ks, it's Corbin Tanaka. Pretty simple. When you drop below the 9Ks and the 7s and the 8s, there's a lot of interesting targets here. We start with the one like Jimmy Nelson with the wind blowing in. It's even nicer, but no one's going to play him against the Cubs. He's 8700 bucks, coming off a 37.6-point performance against the Nationals. And then at LA, 23.4. He's been very, very solid this year. He's only averaging about 11 points a game versus the Cubbies. But it is 11 Ks in 11 innings pitched. You look at the Cubs, they're striking out over 22% right now. Nelson over 27% K rate, over 50% ground ball rate. That wind blowing in is huge to me. Uh, lefty's 308, righty's only 294 versus slipping Jimmy. It's risky because it's the Cubs, but, you know, we saw what they did. They blew up last night. But overall, they have not really been dominating the way the Cubs dominate this year. So GPP-wise, uh, Jimmy Nelson could be very interesting. I'm going to build a Tanaka-Nelson lineup, two GPP darts if they both hit. Will definitely put me higher up in the pack, and it's worth a gamble, in my opinion. The top guy in this range is Colin McHugh at 8500 bucks at the Oakland Athletics. Colin doesn't have like that extreme, extreme upside. He can get you like he had 28.5 a couple starts ago in Anaheim. For the most start, he's going to fix, hover around that 20 to 25 range, which I'll take all day long at 8500 He's facing an Oakland team, which he uh, the other faced once this year. Six innings, six hits, no earned, three Ks for 18.7. Oakland, you know, they do hit well, especially at home. They have some thump. We will target McHugh with some bats, but I also like his upside against the A's, a 25% K rate. McHugh striking out almost 23%. Big fly ball guy, which is a little terrifying, especially with that wind blowing out in Oakland. That's not always a good thing. Big ballpark, but still, the ball will carry. It's not as hard as it was recently, which will help. They're facing an A's team with a 4-2-1 total. Lefties, 342. Righties, 299. So McHugh's definitely in play. Bats for some, some A's bats are as well, but McHugh in play. 
Yeah, like Luke Weaver at 8400 a guy is priced up finally. He's been outstanding. He's been striking out the world at 30.2, a 27-4, a 36-8 his last three starts. Uh, 10, 10, and 9 on the strikeout column. I love everything about Luke Weaver. We've been riding Luke Weaver. Price tag keeps climbing with Luke Weaver. Problem is the Pirates don't strike out a lot. 19% K rate. He's got a big ground ball rate. If you want to take the gamble with him, zero problem with that. Pittsburgh, 382 totals, fourth lowest on the slate. In the small sample, lefties are only hitting 210 while righties hit 329 off Weaver. Reverse splits action there. So he's in play. Just beware the Pirates don't strike out a ton, but the kids look great. Um, he's definitely worth a look. A guy like Lucas Giolito at $8,300, bucks, i am a big fan of. Good hitting environment in Chicago, as usual. Wind's blowing out across the field, a little out to right. Not a ton, though. Giolito's looked phenomenal his last two starts. 35-4 against Tampa, 23-6 against Detroit. He had the 10Ks against Tampa. Seven innings in both starts, one earned, no earned. Lots to like there. You got the Giants, Bats, who you know came out of Coors hitting okay with those Coors. As a whole, not a great team. There are some bats I do like, and the problem is they don't strike out a lot either. 19.5% K rate. Giolito striking out about 24%, ground ball 45. Still gives up a lot of hard contact. And the Giants team total is 443. Lefties 320, righties 243. So I do like Giolito a lot, but like McHugh, I will target him with some bats in other lineups, but McHugh and Giolito are two of your top guys in this range. As you drop down some more, you could go with Marcus Stroman at 81 because you're getting a tremendous discount. I don't know how healthy he is. They say his bullpens went well after taking a line drive off his arm. You're facing the Tigers, who are uh, pretty hot at home recently. They go to Toronto, a good hitter's ballpark. The wind will be blowing in if the roof is open. And they strike out over 22% of the time. Stroman's 61% ground ball rate, 20% K rate. So you could go with Stroman and could that discount at 8100 bucks. It's a huge discount for Stroman. Much better at home this year than on the road. But uh, just be aware, Tigers are hot right now, so keep that in mind, but not bad. If you want to gamble at 7800 you got Mike Clevenger. Big strikeout stuff. 27-1, his last two, six and nine in the strikeout departments. He only had one and two walks. His problem usually is walks or he'll hang one. Uh, when you look at Clevenger, the Baltimore strikes out about 22% of the time. He's striking out over 27%, but that 12.2% walk rate will get you in trouble. Good hard contact rate as well. So it's a it's a GPP only because Baltimore is hot. Could blow you up. They do have one of the lower totals of 4.23. Lefties 3.53. Righties 2.65. When Clevenger's been on, even against some of the best teams in baseball, he's been very, very good. That's what keeps him on my radar tonight. I'm not running to stack him in like all kinds of lineups, but I'm not going to ignore him completely because he does have really, really good stuff. And the Indians, 15 in a row. No, the streak's not going to go forever, but they're white hot at home. Wind's blowing in from left center. There's a lot to like with Clevenger tonight, but at the same time, you wouldn't be surprised if he gets blown up. So he's a good GPP play, especially at 7,800 bucks because he can get you that 20-point performance in a heartbeat. And then last but not least in this range... You have the likes of Drew Pomeranz at $7,700 at home against the Tampa Bay Rays. Tampa Bay is a scary bat to fade. Um, I'm not all in on Pomeranz. The, way, the reason I do like Pomeranz, though, is there is tremendous strikeout upside. He's faced him three times this year. He's got 19 Ks and 13 in the third innings, also nine homers. He's averaging 13.2 a start against Tampa, so it's not like world earth-shattering stuff. But you got, you're facing a team that strikes out 26% of the time. He's got a 24% plus K rate. You keep it on your radar, that's for sure. And Tampa Bay's 
Team total is one of the lower ones at 4.08. Lefties 376, righties 295. Reverse splits off Pomeranz. So Pomeranz at 77 is in play. He's kind of risky, just like Clevenger, uh, just like some of these other guys. Like, But uh, definite upside in the strikeout department. Uh, limit the walks. He can put in a decent quality start for you. So in this 7 and 8 range, I told you it's pretty loaded with some interesting upside options. I go McHugh, 1, Nelson, 2, Giolito, 3, Pomeranz, 4, Weaver, 5, Clevenger, 6. I'm very high on Clevenger. I just probably I have him 6 due to he's got the highest risk. So it just depends on how you want to play risky. Those are kind of the order. That's more like how it's like McHugh's the best option than Nelson, Giolito. But then risky-wise, you know, Pomeranz, Clevenger, Weaver, Weaver is because they don't strike out a ton. But I love all those guys. I'll mix and match them as I go. I'm going to try not to go below 7K if I don't have to, but if you do a couple names, Trevor Williams, $6,800 at the St. Louis Cardinals. Williams, you know, he doesn't light the world on fire, but he puts some decent starts together from time to time. Facing a Cardinals team that strikes out about 22% of the time versus righties. Williams not a huge strikeout guy, good ground ball guy, though. And he, Pirates team total, where'd you go? They have one of the lowest ones on the slate. The or no, I'm looking for the Cardinals team total. That's more like it. Cardinals team total four six eight, middle of the pack. Lefties three twenty four, righties three oh one. So it's not a horrible play. Just beware. And also the Cardinals finished late last night. They'll be flying in from San Diego, so you could play that angle if you like. And then Jose Urena, it's an interesting one. You're taking a guy in Atlanta, which is never fun. But he's pitched pretty decent of late, especially for a $6,500 price tag. 15, a 4.2, a 15-1, a 14-5, a 19-1, 25-6, 10-5, 19-3 with a couple hiccups in there as well. With Urena, it's kind of an all-or-nothing thing. Facing a Braves team that's got a 4.74 total, lefties 3.14, righties 3.06. So neither side really lights him up. And you got a K-rate. Braves strike out about 19.4% of the time. He's not a big strikeout guy, so it's not like the most ideal play in the world, but Urena's there as well. So your punts, you got Williams and Urena down below. I'm going to try to stay out of there if I can, but if you have to, we go there and maybe something else will open up. Because as you can tell in the last week, it's September and guys are getting scratched left and right all over the diamond. So your pitching recap, you got Scherzer up top, Santana two, if you want that gamble. In the middle, Corbin, definite one there. Tanaka, two. And then McHugh, Nelson, Giolito, Pomeranz, Clevenger, Weaver in the middle. Down below, Williams, Urena. Let's take a look at your bats. We start at the catcher's position. I believe Gary Sanchez has finished his suspension in baseball. He should be back tonight. There's still a big O next to his name on DraftKings. Hope that deters people. He's 4,500 against Mr. Perez in Tejas. The Yankees 5-2-3 total, second highest on the slate. Lefties 308, righties 358 off Martin Perez. Gary Sanchez, GPP play. You slide on down, you slide on down. You got Travis Darren on 3600 versus Amir Garrett. He is back for the Reds in uh in that matchup. Good matchup there. Uh with Dearnode, it's in New York, of course, but they have a 478 total. Lefties 382, righties 387. He didn't do much better in the minors when he got sent down, so keep an eye on him tonight. You like Riamuto at 35 if you want to pay for that, but I'm going to slide on down some more. Uh, Asmani Grandal versus Marquez at 3400 is interesting. 
Grandal's a GPP type play. He's kind of an all or nothing. Lefty's 318, righty's 336 off Marquez. Keep him in mind. But our boy Bruce Maxwell's up to 3,300 now. God, he's been hot and we've lost our extreme value. I still don't mind him at 33, especially against McHugh. We mentioned lefties will target against McHugh. So Maxwell at 33 is in play. Just remember all these guys we got cheap and we're on them for a while before they blew up. It's always good to see that kind of thing. You scroll down, maybe Nick Hundley cracks the lineup for the Giants versus Giolito at 3,100. Uh, when I mentioned that, Giants earlier, lefties 320, righties 243 off Giolito. So be careful with that, but it's an interesting play in a smaller ballpark. You got a guy like uh, Miguel Montero for Toronto against Buck Farmer at 3,100. I like that quite a bit in Toronto. Lefties 314, righties 373 off Buck. So keep Montero in mind at 3,100. Yeah, Roberto Perez or Jan Gomes, both 3K for the Indians versus Wade Miley. That is a very, very sexy play right there at $3,000. Lefty's 283, righty's 363 off Miley. So Jan Gomes, Perez, good plays there. Preferably Gomes if he can crack the lineup. Steven Vogt, 3K versus John Lackey. Don't mind that at all. We'll keep an eye on him. As you scroll down, you got the likes of uh, Kevin Smith for the White Sox at 2,900 versus Matt Moore is a very nice play. Lefties are hitting more better than righties, but righties are hitting them just fine. Moore's been really bad this year, especially on the road. So you're going to get the White Sox with some discounts. Kevin Smith at 29. If Rafi Lopez starts instead of Miguel Montero, he's 29. Not bad either for the Jays. You slide around some more. You got like Wilson Ramos at 2,900 versus Drew Pomeranz. With Palm, we already mentioned, um, Lefties are better than righties. You got the reverse splits action going on there. Tucker Barnhart, 2,900 versus Lugo. I like that quite a bit. Martin Maldonado at 29 versus Leak. If you want to be different, I don't hate it. Not one of my top plays, but Maldonado, we saw the, the, the power he brings to the table, so he's definitely worth a look. As you slide down, like Ploiecki, if he gets to start over day or not, Ploiecki's only 2,700 versus Amir Garrett. That is a very good value play. Very, very good value play. As we go down the list, maybe Carson Kelly gets to start for St. Louis since Yadier's been catching like crazy. He's 2,500. We're going to have to see what kind of value pops out. Jason Castro at 24 versus Ian Kennedy. Some very, very good value there. I like that as a punt play down below. Um, as we get down to the bottom here, we're going to have to just check lineups. There's like Austin Hedges is only 2,100 versus Pat Corbin. So if you're going to fade Corbin or just want to punt one play on a complete fade, He's only 2,100. We know the power Austin Head just brings to the dish. So that is worth a look there. We'll have to wait and see what other options come out for you at the catcher's position. First base, where we will be loaded. Goldschmidt should be back tonight. He's 5,300 versus Jordan Lyles. Lyles is not that good. Uh, lefty's 291. Righty's 339. Extremely small sample size there. Like Joey Votto at 52 versus Seth Lugo is outstanding. Don't mind Bellinger at 48, but I'd go Votto first. You got Freeman versus Urena. Edwin Encarnacion versus the lefty Miley at 47 is awesome. Outstanding play. Carlos Santana's not bad either at 47. He hits very well from the right side. Edwin versus the lefty is always a target. So it makes Santana lower owned for sure. Uh, Anthony Rizzo at 47 versus Jimmy Nelson. If you're not using Nelson, that is in play, as we mentioned earlier, with Slip and Jimmy. Lefty's 308, righty's 294. So Rizzo, just remember that wind blowing in, but Rizzo not bad at 47. Justin Smoke at 47 is great versus Farmer. I know the reverse splits, righties hit Farmer better. I don't care. Smoke at 47. You're going to target Farmer. He's going to be in play tonight. 
Our boy Matt Olson's up to 4500 Our A's are priced up. This is horrible. First base off with eligible Olsen at 45. I do love it still. It's a great, great spot versus McHugh. Olsen's been crushing the baseball. Seven homers in his last 10 games. Just dominating the baseball. Good play at 4,500. You go down to guys like Lucas Duda at 43. Uh, Joey Gallo versus Tanaka as a GPP play at 42. I don't hate that at all. Kendris Morales is red, red hot. If you don't want to play Smoke, Morales at 4K could save you some money. Have very good upside just like Smoke in the same matchup. So I don't mind that at all with Morales at 4K. I almost might prefer that to save some cash. CJ Cron at 4K against Mike Leak. I like a ton. Cron's been showing power both sides of the plate, especially from the right side. The Angels are hitting the ball really, really well of late. 4-6-0 total tonight. Lefty's 345, righty's 302. Cron's still in play for me there. Like Matt Holiday, 3,900 versus Martin Perez, another really nice value play since Holiday's come back. He's not hitting for average, but he's hitting for power, averaging seven points a game with two homers in his last 10 games. He's 3,900 versus Perez, so we'll definitely be looking there. As I mentioned earlier, Yankees' second highest total. Lefty's 308, righty's 358. A guy like Josh Bell versus Luke Weaver at 38 could be in play for some value. You got the likes of Yonder Alonzo versus Alaska. We do like that a lot. And Alaska's all or nothing slider, all this good stuff people like to talk about. But when you can fade them, it's always fun too. Seattle's got a 490 total, one of the higher ones. Lefty's 329, righty's 393. So Seattle will be a nice play tonight. Yonder Alonzo at 37, a part of that, usually by the second in front of the thump of Cano and Cruz and company. I mentioned Will Myers. He went deep last night with a two run dong. He's 37 versus Corbin. If you are looking to fade, he's averaging 9.3 his last 10, stealing a lot of bases. Um, with Corbin, like we said earlier, left, or lefty's 291, righty's 339, and you're in a very good hitter's ballpark in Arizona if you choose to go that way. I, I'm not running to do it, but it's there. A guy like Chris Davis, good GPP play at 3,600 versus Clevenger. Not hating on that at all. Slide down to like a Luis Valbuena. We mentioned the lefty-righty's. Averages versus Leak. Valbuena's 3,600. First base, third base eligible versus Mike Leak. Another nice lower-priced option with some power in that matchup. Uh, the Washington Nationals tonight have a total of 5-1-3 towards the fourth highest. Lefty's 358. Righty's 412 facing Jake Thompson. Jake Thompson of the Philadelphia Phillies. Adam Lind, not lighting the world on fire, but he's 3,600. In a very, very nice matchup tonight against Thompson. You look at a guy like Jose Abreu. This price is criminal. The Giants have been messing with their with their rotation. Maybe they're priced down for Bumgarner or something. But Abreu at home against Matt Moore. Abreu had 14 points because of Homer's last game. Uh, he, he took Kluber deep yesterday. He's averaging 9.4 his last 10 with three homers. He's facing Matt Moore and he's $3,500. That's your guy right there. That's your guy. White Sox have a team total of 4.57. Lefties 4.44. Righties 3.19. Jose Abreu. That is outstanding. You go down to some more guys if you want to go deeper, like Matt Davidson's first base, third base play. Abreu at first play. Davidson at third for 3,300 against Matt Moore. Insane. Yeah, wow. You got like Ryan Healy at 33 as a lower-priced option. Uh, the farther down you go, it gets much bleaker, of course. But 
Kenneth Vargas, 3K. He's always a punt power play down below. Pedro Alvarez cracks the lineup. He's 29. I'd rather go elsewhere with my money, but he's there. Candelario's 2,700 versus Stroman. I don't hate that as a, as a GPP type play. You got Ryder Jones at 2,500. Other than that, we'll have to check lineups and see what other options are out there. But yeah, that Jose Abreu pricing, Matt Davidson against Moore are cray cray. Second base, Daniel Murphy at 51 is outstanding. Jose Ramirez at 54. Both great plays. Brian Dozier swinging it well. Righty or lefty, he's 5K. Robbie Canovers in Alaska at 46 might be one of your top options tonight. Those guys I mentioned already are phenomenal plays. Don't hate them at all. But Cano at 46 versus Alaska, given Cano has not homered in quite some time. So be where there. You got a guy like Starling Castro who we love to target versus lefties. Castro's 4,400 tonight in a great hitting environment in Texas versus Martin Perez. That's a really, really solid play there. Scooter Jeanette at 44. I like a ton versus Lugo as well. So if you don't want to pay up top, there are definite options to be had. You slide down to like a Jed Lowry at 41. D. Gordon at 41. I like that D. Gordon play. He'll be sneaky, always incredibly low on facing Fulton Nevich, who um, when we look at the Marlins, 476 total. Righty's 314. Lefty's 374 versus Fulty. So keep him in mind there. Like Paul DeYoung at 4K. Ian Happ at 4K versus Nelson. They're not horrible. Not running to play them, though. Um, if you slide down, Neil Walker at 37 versus Lackey. I'm a little more in tune by Rubio Dora as a GPP play versus Tanaka at 37 is interesting. I like Joe Panic a lot at 36. The guy is on fire. It was not a Coors only thing. He was on fire going into Coors. He's averaging 12 points his last 10 games. Sure, in Coors, he went nuts. 29, 16, 22. He was too cheap there. But even outside of Coors, 9, 3, uh, but then a couple zeros and a 2, a 19, and a 20. Those are at San Diego. It's been hitting better on the road than at home. Well, he's at Chicago, a good hitting environment, 3,600. And we mentioned lefties versus Giolito. Uh, righties, 243. Lefties, 320. So panic at 36 is a nice lower-priced option tonight. If you go down a little farther, you got the likes of... Adrian's at 3,400. Yomer Sanchez at 34. Alan Hansen at 34, both first more. They already said how lefties hit more better than righties. Uh, Sanchez took Kluber DP second base, third base eligible. Hansen second base outfield. I'd go Sanchez over Hansen in a heartbeat. Cesar Hernandez, 33 if you're fading Scherzer. Yoan Mancata, he's 3,200 bucks. He hasn't been in the lineup in quite some time. Oh, he's there. Yesterday, I guess, he went 0 for 3, but he's, he's just coming back from his injury. hasn't done much since his return, so be careful there. He strikes out a lot, but 3,200 versus more could be another nice value. You got Ben Zobers at 3K versus Nelson. He's slumping, doubled yesterday. So keep him in mind. Daniel Descalso at home versus Jordan Lyles, second base outfield eligible at 3K is a very, very nice value play in that matchup. Don't mind Descalso a lot. He's been playing a lot. Our boy Albies is up to 2,900. DK, you're screwing with my boys. Albies, 2,900, still great value there. Batting in the middle of that order. Big RBI double in the ninth last night. Nine more DraftKings points, averaging 7.8 his last 10. Guy like Ryan Goings at 3,800. Second base shortstop eligible versus Farmer. So as always, there's going to be some options down below here as we scroll through. But a couple right there, like Max Moroff, 2,600 versus Weaver. He was, I believe, 
25 yesterday or 22. He's 20. He's up to 29 yesterday, 22 the day before. But he's got here's his game log: seven, seven, thirty-seven, all below 3K. He's 26 again tonight versus Weaver. If Cowart cracks the lineup for the Angels, which he's not getting nearly enough anymore with Phillips coming over, he's 26 versus Leak would make for a play there. Lineups come out late out on the coast, so that's the only downside. Um, other than that, as always, check your lineups. Nothing really stands out at the moment, but stuff will come to fruition. Going over to third base, Jose Ramirez got again 54. He got Machado at 52. I like Donaldson a lot at 52 versus Farmer Toronto. Serious play today. Freeman is from play at 48, but Jake Lamb at home against Jordan Lyles at 46 is your top play on the third base position. That is a phenomenal price. He's the two, four, sixth third baseman down the list. Uh, 4,600 is a, he should be closer to five. A great play there. I don't care if he duds, it's a phenomenal spot. Uh, Travis Shaw at 42 is okay. Gallo at 42, I take the gamble on Gallo over Shaw. Got Longo against Pomeranz. Longo does like his lefties. We know Pomeranz lefties are hitting better than righties. He's 4,100. Arenado's only 41 versus Darvish. We love them at 39 versus Kershaw. I don't hate him versus Darvish. For one, Darvish is getting hit a lot. If he's on, he's on. It's just, it is what it is. But he's getting hit a lot. Lefties do hit him way better than righties. But uh, he's also not going too deep into games even when he's not getting hit. So you get some bullpen action and whatnot. So Arenado at 41, you're getting a huge discount on an MVP caliber bat. You take him against pretty much everybody regardless of the outcome. That's just a discount that's worth having in your lineups, especially for GPPs. Cash, not so much. He's not as sure a thing. But GPP is very nice play again at 4,100. You like Eduardo Escobar at 39, not bad. Todd Frazier, if you want a GPP punt, we know Frazier's pretty much hot garbage, but when he does hit, it's usually a home run. Yeah, averaging 6.2 his last 10, 3,900 bucks in a great environment in Texas versus Martin Perez. You know, I don't mention uh, Frazier often, so when I do, it's at least got some livelihood to it. He's in play for GPPs. Yeah, Kyle Seager at 37, not bad at all. Jose Reyes, 37 versus Garrity, switch hits. You'll get a lot of Cincy bullpen. I have a feeling with Garrett tonight. So keep him in mind. Moustakis at 36 and Castellanos at 36, both against decent matchups in Santana and Stroman, but very good discounts for two very good bats. Moustakis over Castellanos for me, but both very solid bats. You got Valbuena at 36 at well. He'd be over the, both of them against Leak, in my opinion, out of those three in the 36 range. You got Yelmer Sanchez again at 34, but Matt Davidson at 33. That's your White Sox. You're playing at third base if you're playing one. That is a steal against Matt Moore. The White Sox should be chalky. I think they better be chalky. If, if Moore shuts you down, you shut you down. But that's a phenomenal matchup in a great park. You're not pitching in San Francisco. You're pitching in Chicago. That is just – that is really nice. Uh, when you go down at J.D. Davis as a $2,900 third baseman for Houston, if he cracks the lineup, it's okay. But Dietrich at 28 versus Fulton Nevich is outstanding. That is a great play. Lefties versus Fulton. Dietrich's, you know, he's not as hot as he once was. Still playing okay. But pretty good option there. He's not playing every day, but he's 28. Ryu Ruiz, 28 versus Urena in that same matchup. Mentioned Candelario earlier at 27. Uh, if Camargo cracks the lineup, he shortstop third base for Atlanta at 27. But where's my guy? You got Ursula for Cleveland. If he cracks the lineup, He's uh, he's twenty seven hundred bucks as well versus Miley. 
You got uh, Yandy Diaz. He's day to day, but he would be 34 versus Miley as an interesting play as well. You look at the likes. Um, as I have to scroll down again because I had to search for that. One second, I got a good one down here. I want to tell you about. So after Ursula, yeah, like Matt Chapman at 26, always in play, always too cheap. He's one of the ones the price tag doesn't go up. Don't understand that one. Don't understand that at all. But where's my boy? There he is. $2,300. This is a great punt. Tremendous upside. Still hasn't gone deep yet, but he's hit 280 in a short time. Uh, if you listen to Bench with Bubba, episode 54 with the Welsh, we talked about prospects, especially from last year's Arizona Fall League. His name's Brian Anderson. He's 2300 bucks. He's a right-handed bat, so we like lefties over to against Fulte instead of righties, but he's got a ton of pop in the minors. He hasn't shown it yet in his short Short time with the team, but his game logs, 3, 9, 7, 5, 0, 3. He had 12 last night. He's been the bottom pricing, like 22 and below. He's 2,300 versus Fultonevich tonight. So he's a very, very good punt play. If he goes 0 for, I can take it. But the upside, tremendous with Anderson. He's a lot like Chapman to me, except Chapman's proven he can go deep. So those two guys are really an interesting punts. I like uh, Anderson as a sneaky play tonight. Uh, obviously, Lamb, Arenado, those other guys up top are still phenomenal options. Shortstop Lindor, big day yesterday. He's 5,300. I said it yesterday. Prefer him from the right side instead of the left. Good spot versus Miley. Uh, Miley's shown signs of being good at times. We've used him at times. We're not using him tonight if he pitches great. So be it. I am not standing in front of that Cleveland offense right now. Not a chance in hell. Lefty's 283, righty's 363 versus Miley. Trey Turner at 53, not bad. Uh, you look at guys like Correa at 47 versus Cotton. Cozart at 45 versus Lugo. Love me some Gregorius at 43 versus Perez. Another, again, Yankee. Good matchup. Didi loves his lefties. Jorge Polanco at 42. I'm starting down here with Gregorius, Polanco. Um, I don't mind uh, Lindor up top at all. Don't mind him at all. But I'm going Gregorius, Polanco. I'll have some Lindor. But Polanco at 42 versus Kennedy. I continue to hit the baseball well. Keep him in mind. Marvin Gonzalez is heating up. Outfield shortstop. He's 4100 bucks. Last couple games, 16, 2, 8, 20, 16. After a big-time slump, that's three 16 or more in his last five, eight or more in four of his last five. He's 4100 versus Cotton, so we definitely got to keep an eye on that one. You're going on to the likes of uh, – I hate that he's up to 3900 We were playing him at bottom basement pricing not too long ago. Oh, no, different guy. Never mind. Eduardo Escobar, 39, is not horrible. Averaging 11 points his last 10. You go to guys like Anderson Simmons at 37. Jose Reyes at 37 as well, like both of them. B. Craw, 35 versus Giolito, could be a nice value play at the shortstop position. Adrian's at 34 is not horrible. Jose Peraza, 34 versus Lugo is not horrible. I scroll some more, though. We're going to get to some I really, really liked. And I could tell Marte at 31 versus Jordan Lyles. Like I mentioned, Descalso is cheap. I like uh, Marte as well at eight points yesterday. Averaging about six his last 10. Sneaky prospect bat at 3,100. Uh, the farther down you go, everyone's going to run to play Eric Gonzalez. He bought started for uh, Ramirez. He doubled donged yesterday. Good little ball player. Not like crazy, crazy. But he has a right-handed bat versus Miley, second base shortstop. If he cracks the lineup, he's 29. Can't ignore him at, at all, especially at that price tag. Ryan Goins, 28. Galvis, 27. If if you feel like fading Scherzer, or 28, my bad. Where's my boy? Max Moros, 26. Mentioned him already. 
Uh, yeah, you go down, you go down, you go down. Alex Mejia's 2300 versus Williams for St. Louis. Cheap, cheap shortstop punt, basically, if you need to go there. But where's my boy? I missed him. Give me one second here to find this. Where'd you go? Sorry, this is great radio. I know. But uh, I got to find this play for you before we move on. I can't move on without mentioning unless his price went through the roof, which will make me quite, quite sad. That's probably how I passed him. His price probably did go through the roof. But, uh, yeah, I don't see him. We'll have to keep looking for him. Heading to the outfield. You got Mike Trout, 5600 bucks, always in play. Keep playing him as often as you can. You got Stanton at 56, hasn't homered in a game or two, so beware. Uh, but uh, J.D. Martinez against Lyles at 55 is, if you're not playing Trout, you're playing J.D., hopefully both. Those are great plays. You're on the guys like Buxton, kind of cooling down. He's 4900 George Springer's been swinging a good bat, 49 versus Cotton. I don't mind that at all. Justin Upton versus Leak at 49 is definitely in play. Don't sleep on Kiermaier. People see the lefty-lefty. They won't know that Pomeranz gets smoked by lefties. Kermeyer is hitting everything right now. He's 4800 bucks, averaging 11.1 his last 10, swinging a really, really good bat in those last 10. He's got six homers and, and three stolen bases, 14 RBIs, 23 runs scored. He is just fire right now. So keep an eye on Kiermaier. Aaron Judge went deep yesterday facing Perez in, New York, uh, in Texas at 48. It's not bad at all. I mentioned Bellinger earlier. Uh, ben Intendi versus Archer is a nice GPP play at 47. Adam Duvall is always worth the look. Like J.J. Redick at 46, I don't hate at all. Uh, Steven Souza Jr. at 45. Olsen at 45. Pollock at 45 is good. Arizona people, don't forget Arizona, please. They have the highest total on the slate at 561. Lefties 424. Righties 355. So they shouldn't be forgotten, but just don't. Um, Matt Joyce at 44 versus McHugh is very nice. He's hitting it really, really well. Averaging 10.2 his last 10 with three homers in those 10 games. Uh, yeah, Ozuna at 44. Austin Jackson at 43. I do like that a lot. Uh, against Miley, Jackson loves his left. He's swinging a really good, good bat. Averaging 9.3 his last 10, 11 more points last night. Uh, Austin Jackson at 43, always overlooked. He is definitely in play. A guy like Bautista at 43 versus Farmer. He's been very, very quiet, but he's not bad. Shinsu Chu is swinging a well. Even if you're not going to stack against Tanaka, not a bad one-off at 4,300 with upside. Mentioned lefties versus Darvish. Charlie Blackman, just like I said about Arenado at a discount, you're getting Blackman at a tremendous discount. He's only 4,300 versus Darvish tonight. So Blackman, very, very much in play. He went uh, 14 points last night. He's averaging 11.3. He's another MVP talent that you just can't completely ignore. 4300 bucks for Blackman. I have no problem with some Blackman Arenado action tonight. Christian Yellick, 43 is a great price for his faulty. Not bad at all. You know, Jose uh, Martinez, 4200 versus Williams for the Cardinals. Not bad. Eddie Rosario at 41. Nice little discount. He's had a couple rough games with the price tags dropping. Kennedy, an extreme fly ball pitcher. So don't forget about Rosario at 41. Just because he's slumping and he might slump longer. Still a great spot, especially in GPPs tonight. Marvin Gonzalez at 41. Ian Happ at 41. Carlos Gomez is an interesting play versus Tanaka. You know, Tanaka does give up the long ball. He's pitching great. When you look at his numbers real quick, um, he's still going to have 20% home run to fly ball ratio. Carlos Gonzalez does all his damage usually at home. So don't – he's a good GPP play at 41. I'm not running to use him a ton, but interesting GPP. 
Cole Calhoun at 4K is a very solid play against Alaska. Always overlooked in that lineup. You got the likes of uh, uh, Bradley Zimmer. No, not really. Like Starling Marte at 39. That's a discount. You're getting K with a Chris Davis. He just hit his 39th home run the other night. He's got 99 RBIs on the year. He's averaging 10.2 his last 10. You're getting him at 3900 bucks versus McHugh. I know McHugh's good. We mentioned that. Um, lefty's 342. Righty's 299. Almost 300. For GPPs, Davis at 39 is a great one-off if you have to even. Not even just a stack or a mini stack. Just a one-off because that power upside is tremendous. And he's very streaky. So he's hot right now. Take advantage of it. I think McHugh's a great option, but would anybody be surprised the way the A's play, especially at home, if they put up four or five, six runs on the game, even if it's not long as McHugh against the bullpen, Chris Davis could have, a, could have a piece of that. That's just a discount that you have to pay attention to. Avisil Garcia loves his lefties. He's 3800 bucks versus Matt Moore. So you get Moore at 38 Davidson at 33 Abreu at 34 I believe, or 35 That's most likely the three, four, five guys in that order. You get the middle of the, the uh, White Sox order for dirt cheap. You can put them in a lineup with Corbin and Scherzer. Just throwing that out there. Uh, Dexter Fowler at 38 versus Williams. Good good option there. Lefties do hit Williams well, so I don't mind him, especially if he's leading off again or even if he's in the middle of that order. Not a bad spot there. A guy like Max Kepler at 37. He's been playing well. He's been stealing bases of late. Uh, another steal last night. He's averaging 8.4 his last 10. So Kepler having another nice season. He's 37 versus flyball pitch in Kennedy. Just scroll, scroll around some more. You got like Shebler at 37. Another nice night last night. Still too cheap. Enciarte, a very good night last night. He's 37. Marquecas, 37, both in play. Uh, you know, Geyer versus Miley at 36. Geyer does like his lefties. I'd rather go Grossman at 36 versus Kennedy. I like that a little more. A guy like Denard Span at 36 versus Giolito. He's definitely in play. Has a little GPP contrarianness. Curtis Granderson's down to 36. He's becoming almost... You got to really pay attention to him now. He's slumping, but we know what Granderson can do once he gets going again. Enjoy the cheap price while you can. Remember when he, he was up close to 5K about a week ago? So, Brandy Man at 36 versus Marquez and GPPs. I got Delmonico at 35 for the White Sox. Harrison Bader at 35 versus Williams. We like, you know, we prefer the lefties, but we don't care. I mentioned it when the lineups came out yesterday. Philip Irvin, he's a right handed bat. He used to play in just his lefties, but with. Billy Hamilton out for quite some time with his broken, I believe, finger or something, wrist, hand. He's going to get a lot of starts. He led off yesterday, um, got you 18 points. He likes to run. Doesn't have a ton of pop, but he likes to run, gets on base, scores. Not a bad play for 3,500 against Lugo. Manny Margot is one of those right-handed Padres bats you can look at at 35. Uh, Cargo went deep last night. He's 35 versus Darvish. Another reason why I like Blackman a lot, Darvish loves to go at the first inning home run, especially the leadoff patterns. So pay attention to that. It could be an interesting play. I told you I loved Kemp yesterday at 31. He went deep. He's 3,500 versus Urena. I usually target lefties versus Urena, but Kemp is still a decent if you're stacking play. Not a one-off like yesterday. Yesterday was a great one-off. Better in stacks than one-offs tonight. Steve Pierce, if he's leading off for Toronto, 3,400 bucks. Reverse splits of... Uh, Farmer, keep him in play there. A guy like Juan Lagares does like his lefties. He's 3,400 versus Samir Garrett. Lagares went deep last night. He's averaging a little less than seven points his last 10. So 3,400 versus Garrett's not bad at all. You got Jose Perella at 34 versus Corbin. 
Gerardo Parra, another lefty versus Darvish at 34. I'm not advocating stacking against Darvish. I just don't mind some of these plays. I told you the top two Rockies, but I don't mind a little, you know, Parra, Arenado, Blackman. I don't hate that either. As you slide down some more, uh, I'm not a big Jason Hayward guy. He's 32 versus Nelson if you need to, but like Beltran at 32 versus Cotton is not horrible. Ben Rivera only 32 versus Leak I like a lot. Definitely in play there. Hope some of you got on that cheap Nino bandwagon. Uh, he's, he got you 39 points last night when he doubled donged. He's 3,200 today, but he's lefty-lefty, so make sure he's in the lineup. Lefties and righties are hitting Garrett a ton. Plus, you'll get a lot of bullpen, so don't be completely scared off by that, especially if he's in the middle of order at 3,200. As you go down, a guy like Deaza for the Nationals at 32 could be in play. Um, Odebel Herrera is 31 versus Scherzer. Zobris 3K, mentioned him earlier. There's going to be a lot of guys I'm not going to mention, obviously, even though I mentioned you know half the slate, it feels like at times. But like Jacoby Jones is 2,900 versus Stroman. He's swinging it very well. Uh, he's a right-handed bat, so be careful, but he's swinging it pretty well of late. You got Luplo at 29 versus Weaver. His tag's almost up to 3K now. Jesus. Ben Gamble at 29 versus Nolasco is a decent value option there. Jabari Blash for the power-up versus Corbin at 29. Um as we get towards the bottom, it gets different, difficult. Verdugo, 28. Nick Williams, 28 versus Scherzer. I love how he's at the 28 versus Scherzer, but he's been so cheap the rest of the time. God bless you, DraftKings. Adam Engel at 26 versus Moore could be a nice GPP super value. Uh, Matt Cesar, a right-handed bat for the Padres at 26 versus Corbin. Uh, da, da, da. What else we got down here? Like Derek Fisher's 25, slumping, but 25 versus Cotton's not horrible. Um, Alex Gordon, 24. I, I mentioned him yesterday as a, a bottom basement guy. He got an RBI knock. He would have paid off. Tony Kemp cracks the lineup. He's 23 for the Astros. Um, I don't. I didn't even see. Uh, yeah, the, the uh, don't forget the Nationals called up. Mr. Robles, I did not see him on here, so he might not be in our player pool just yet. Keep that in mind. Let me make sure I didn't miss him as an outfield option. No, he's not on here. Of course, DraftKings dropping the ball on that one. So there's your bats, your pitching recap. Scherzer up top, far and away. Then you got Santana and GPPs, and then Corbin, your next top option. Indeed, and then Tanaka GPPs. In the middle, mix and match as you wish. I got a McHugh, Nelson, Giolito, Pomeranz, Weaver, Clevenger. Just depends on your gambling. Try not to go below that, but if you have to, Trevor Williams and Urena are in play. Your BVP tonight, if we are running long, but it's a big 15-game slate, so let's wrap it up. Like Murphy, 3-for-5 with a double. Andres Blanco versus Scherzer. The Phillies have some little success for Scherzer. I'd like it more if it was in Philly. But uh, Blanco, 6 for 14, a double and a homer. Odebel, 10 for 31, with a double and a triple. Cesar Hernandez, 8 for 32 doubles. You got um, not big samples there. Mookie Betts, 11 for 29, two doubles, three homers off Chris Archer. Hanley, 7 for 20. Pedroia's gone deep. Some other guys, little like 275 averages, not horrible. Brad Miller, 9 for 8 with a double, two doubles, a triple, and a homer off Palms. Espinosa and Cedic have taken him deep as well. Chisenhall, 2 for 4, the double, triple off Miley. Edwin, 6 for 13, two doubles, two homers off Miley. Geyer and Bruce have taken him deep as well. 
Da, da, da. Matt Kemp, six for nine with a homer off of Urena. Like that number. As we slide some more, like Enciarte, four for 10 with a double and a triple. Um, Yellick, seven for 17. Stanton and Ozuna both have homers off Fulte. Yankees, Napoli, 7 for 14, 3 doubles, 2 homers off Tanaka. Odor's taking him deep. Matt Holliday's taking Martin Perez deep. Uh, Baez, 4 for 11. Rizzo's got a homer off Nelson, but not big average. He's hitting 250 as a team. Eric Thames, 5 for 11, with a double and a homer off Lackey. Santana's got a double and a homer. Bandy, Arcia, and Braun has 2 homers off Lackey. Eric Hosmer, 10 for 32, 2 doubles, 4 homers off Santana. Melky, 16 for 44, three doubles, two homers. Moustakis has a double and two homers. Lorenzo Cain, six for 22 doubles. Gordon's taking him deep twice. Alcides Escobar, that's the guy I was looking for. How did I miss him? I don't know. He is red hot right now. His price tag's been climbing. He's 12 for 24 to double and a triple off of Santana. Eduardo Escobar, eight for 19, two homers off Kennedy. Grossman's taking him deep. Kepler's taking him deep. Dozier's taking him deep twice. Jimenez and Malreach have won. So lots to like there. Uh, da, da, da. Carpenter and DeYoung have taken Trevor Williams deep in small samples. Regar Blanco, 7 for 13 with a double and a homer off Lyles. Lamb, 5 for 9 with two doubles. Goldie, 9 for 19 with a double and a homer. Pollock, Descalso's taking him deep as well. Lots to like. Drury's 4 for 7. Get your D-backs. Like Perella's 2 for 2. Blash, 1 for 4 with a homer. Myers, 7 for 14, two doubles. Or one double and a homer. Hector Sanchez, 7 for 13, 2 doubles. Solarte, 5 for 11 off of Corbin. Simeon, 10 for 21, 4 doubles and a homer off McHugh. Uh, yeah, Cruz, 11 for 25, 3 doubles, 4 homers off Nolasco. Hanniger's taking a deep. Cano, 8 for 24, 2 doubles, 3 homers. Zunino, 5 for 14 with a double and a homer. Beckham, Valencia, Segura, and Alonzo all have taken a deep. Upton, 7 for 17, double, triple, and a homer off Leak. Anderlton Simmons, 7 for 16, two doubles and a homer. Brandon Phillips, 4 for 7. Valbuena, 7 for 19, two doubles. Tons of like there in those matchups. And that'll do it for your BVP. That'll do it for Quick Hits. Check us out on Twitter at TheSportsDGens, TheSportsDGens.com. I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick to help you with your DFS needs. Again, check out everything I talked about at the beginning. Tons. If you just want to go on iTunes, SoundCloud, SD Radio, SD Sports, one of those combos will get you there. The links are on every article for every podcast we do. But tons going on. you got your Saturday Edge College Football, Episode 55, Bench with Bubba with Aaron Torres talking college football. Around the base with Bubba and Mo, you got your NFL DFS preview on the two-point conversion with myself, James, and Bucks. Tons more I did not mention, but tons to look at, listen, enjoy, get you into your weekend. NASCAR coming up. Lots going on, but get ready. Big day of college football tomorrow. Get those previews on. Big week one NFL on Sunday. Good luck with everything. Let's get some MLB cash. And as you noticed with last night's slates, a lot less people paying attention when football happens. It's the time to make some money, folks. Let's do it together on MLB DFS Crickets. This was your Friday, September 8th edition. I'll catch you guys later. I'm out.